0: I say content creation system, what do I mean? What is the definition? So a content creation system is a repeatable system um, that enables you to bulk create your monthly or bi-monthly social media content, your search engine content, your community group posts from one written website blog. Welcome to the Wedding Business Growth Coach podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing everything you need in bite-sized episodes to set up your wedding business for success and get your diary fully booked, full of those dream wedding clients. You're here with me, Jen Maynard, Wedding Business Growth Coach and founder of the Boho Bride Guide Wedding Blog and Supply Directory. Each episode is full of value and structured around my Wedding Business Anchor Fundamentals Framework to give you straightforward, step-by-step activities to put in place into your business that will position yourself as the go-to wedding supplier within your specialism. Let's go! hello and welcome to this episode of the wedding business growth coach podcast you're here with me jen maynard and i'm super excited to have you with me today as i am going to be talking about how we can create our very own content creation system to maximize the use of your very precious time in creating your online content that will attract and nurture your online audience and convert your lurking audience, maybe in the background, to prospective wedding clients. Um, today and over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be delving into this. So today's episode is to get you started. It's part one. Um, and we're going to be looking at what is a content creation system. Um, very much why do we need it and why is it important Um And we're going to look at how it can benefit you as your uh, wedding business owner. Um, And yeah, how it can maximize the efficiency of um, your time um, and the effectiveness of the content that you put out into the world. And I'm going to be sharing how do we get started. So let's step right in. So, first question what is a content creation system? So, let's give a little bit of context, shall we? let's take a step back because we get you know we are so busy 100 miles an hour um working in our wedding businesses, that we just need to remind ourselves, why do we need an online presence? Um, And what the opportunity that we have, that generations of business owners before us haven't had this. So, you know, we can literally run our business from the palm of our hand using this technology. Um, I'm holding up my phone, sorry, for people that aren't watching. You know, even let's say 15 years ago, if you were a wedding supplier, you may well have been 15 years ago, but it would have been a very different landscape to what we are looking at today. And so how we run our business, how we attract our clientele is going to be slightly different to 15 years ago. I'm sure, you know, a large proportion of um, leads and your attraction strategy would have been through more traditional forms of advertising, maybe, you know, wedding fairs, which are still very much a thing right now. But, you know, magazine ads and physical, you know, getting in front of your audience at shows and fairs, like I mentioned. Um, But social media would have been a very, you know, small element, um, as well as that, that our website, maybe that that wouldn't have been such a, you know, a large factor in how we attract our dream wedding clients however we are now we now have the opportunity to promote ourselves for free without having to pay media agencies or magazines or other third parties we have the power to do that very thing from the palm of our hands which is a massive opportunity but of course as we know it brings with it some major challenges shall we say when we are wearing all of the hats as a as a wedding business owner um, and so that challenge is what I'm looking to help you to overcome over the next couple of episodes by creating your own content creation system um, basically looking at how we can create a quality piece of content through our blog um, one a month let's say and then how we can repurpose that content throughout our social media channels across the month so we are not thinking hmm what do I want to post today you know you have spent that time upfront maybe one or two days per month um, want to write your blog and the second day to then repurpose that content and, you know, so throughout the month you then have, every other day, you know exactly what you're posting, you are adding masses of value to your audience, you are sharing your ethos and your expertise, but we can schedule all of this content so we can then almost put the social media beast to one side, the website SEO to one side, and we can get on with being a wedding business owner. So that's what we're going to be talking about over the next few episodes. Um, A few stats for you um, from the social media element. I I looked them up this morning because it's funny, I... Um, I delivered this as a workshop uh, last year and even from then the stats on social media have massively changed so year on year you know we have to be really nimble as as wedding business owners to to you know flex and develop and evolve as the platforms are evolving and finding out where our target wedding audience is hanging out online so Um, This was a report, a digital report from Hootsuite, um, and they were talking about due to COVID um, over the last couple of years. um, Globally, we have had an increase of 10% um, of social media use from the population of the globe, um, which is an extra 4.62 billion people in the last year have now gone become online and get got onto social media which is massive like i literally can't get my head around when when they start going into billions like my brain just gets a bit bit funny but it's massive anyway um and the average person spends 2 hours 27 minutes a day on social media um Facebook is still the where people spend their most time, um, closely followed by YouTube and then WhatsApp, um, which was a bit of a surprise to me. But then actually, when you if you're classing WhatsApp as a social media, then I get it because I, you know that's where communication and community takes place, I suppose. Um, the Instagram reached um, or it jumped twenty one percent um of there sorry let's start that again instagram instagram's reach globally increased 21 percent over the last year so they are on average reaching 257 million users more than last year mind-boggling and i picked up on tiktok as well because there is massive and rapid growth on tiktok um and that increased by 7.3% in the last year. So uh, they've received an extra 60 million users literally in the last 90 days. Um, and so their users are now eight, um, 885 million users. Now, when we're talking about social media, I mentioned a moment ago, but it is all around really prioritizing your time And where you feel that you will be um, reaching your audience, because we can't be literally everywhere. Um, And so I very much recommend picking um, um, two to four. Uh, platforms that you feel that you can keep maintained um, at a at a decent level, and later on in this sort of series of podcasts, I'm going to be talking about how we repurpose our content across these platforms. So just keep that in the back of your mind. I'm not asking you to be present. Everywhere online, um, but we need to be mindful about where our target wedding audience is hanging out. Um, and for me, I'm, for just to give you an uh, pro, uh, example, my my from a blog point of view, from the Boho Bride Guide blog, my, where we're currently focusing is Instagram. Very much so is Facebook, is Pinterest and we are looking into the sort of idea of repurposing onto TikTok as, you know, for example, when we're creating reels on Instagram, um, for a little bit more effort, we could easily repurpose onto TikTok. But bear with me because there's lots of balls in the air, but that's what we're looking at currently. Okay, so when I say content creation system, what do I mean? What is the definition? So, a content creation system is a repeatable system um, that enables you to bulk create your monthly or bi-monthly social media content, your search engine content, your community group posts from one written website blog. Pretty mind-boggling, hey? But it is totally doable. So, basically, you write one blog a month that is full of that quality seo key phrases to get you visible on uh, google and pinterest Um, and then you repurpose that content across your social media pick out one piece of value you know out of a few sentences and repurpose that every other day across your social media this is very exciting i hear you i hear you say but the benefits so from a personal point of view number one it aims you know, it enables you to publicize yourself for free. Um, It enables you to grow your confidence um, in marketing your business by having that structure that you can follow every month. It enables you to be super efficient with your time through time blocking and bulk content creation and that scheduling element. It gives you structure to add maximum value to your online audience that are following you or lurking in the background and they're considering your services. But this will bring them over that invisible bridge to make that inquiry. Um, It prevents that social media overwhelm, which is so important because we all get it. It is an ever-ending beast, it's relentless and it's thankless sometimes. So it gives you that structure throughout the month to know that you are on it, that it's sorted so you can focus your energies elsewhere. And it also enables you to build up a catalogue of valuable blog posts on your website that you can refer to, sorry, that you can refer prospective wedding clients to if they've got queries, if they're still on the fence to to working with you, you can say, hey, don't worry, check out my blog, X, Y, and Z. This is where I explain the, the query that you've got and this is how I would deal with it. It just gives you that additional kudos behind what you're talking about when you're talking to prospective wedding clients it shows that you are published and that you are putting your ideas and your ethos out there yeah really gives you that additional sort of kudos as a wedding business so number two the business benefits so consistent presence in your online space where your target wedding audience is hanging out that is massive um, it builds trusting online relationships with prospective wedding clients. Um, it boosts your visibility across Google, across Pinterest and all your social media platforms and online community groups that you're part of. It builds your brand awareness on what you stand for, and it positions yourself as that important expert or go-to within your wedding specialism. What are the benefits for your audience by taking this tack? So, by providing valuable content that enables your target wedding audience um, to make those important decisions when planning their wedding, ultimately. Um, It articulates the value that you bring as a wedding business um, to your target wedding audience. It's enables you to address pain points and desires that your target wedding audience are looking for and you're able to offer solutions through your co- written content and then how you repurpose that into potentially feel, um, reels or you know little f- film snippets. Um, it enables you to overcome those objections that people are gonna come with um, against working with you as a wedding business so by having that content out there and addressing those pain points those queries those potential objections that they may um, come up against when looking to work with you you can answer that within your content so you know by the time they pick up the phone and they talk to you they'll be like you've you've answered all those where do i sign on the dotted kind of thing um and it also importantly what gets forgotten often is the content that you put out there qualifies your readers and your followers through the content you blog about so it also makes sure that your clientele are a good fit with you and making sure that you want to be working with that clientele you know so um they can read your blog content and your social media and they can make that Um, That call as to whether they feel like they'll they'll fit with you. So it's almost like a really um, Clever way of creating a bit of a buffer to to clientele that won't be cohesive with how you work So by putting out your ideas by by sharing your ethos and the way you work as a uh, business owner um, You are sort of setting that expectation and by creating consistent content through your content creation system, um, you also have a, there's a massive benefit with regards to your content actually doing the selling for you, because inadvertently they are addressing all those pain points, all those desires, all of those objections that they may come. Um, so by the time they come to you, they're ready to just get going. Um, you know, you have through your content, you have spent that time to to bring them on that journey with you to build that um, relationship. And they feel like they know, like and trust you as a wedding business owner, as well as loving your the content that you create uh, for wedding days. Um, as this that your content creation system actually acts as one of your products. So it's one of your free, think of it as like a free product that you are offering your wedding audience um, for complete free, but you are offering masses of value, and you know, you're helping them on their journey. And so all of this works toward towards that sort of seven hours um, of them needing to sort of know to be what's the word be in contact with you be consuming your content um and and it's sort of a really easy way to get that valuable content out there in a structured manner where you feel in control you're not overwhelmed and you can you know over two days you can create a whole month's worth of content So, the next thing I'm going to cover is how do we get started? Now, to create content that is of masses of value, that addresses pain points, that addresses desires of your uh, wedding planning couple, and that overcomes potential objections that that couple may have to working with you, and to qualify them and make sure that they're the right fit for you, you need to make sure that you know exactly your target wedding audience and who you are looking to attract and serve for their special day. How do we do this? Now, I've got a few activities that you can take part in to do this. Now, when trying to clarify who our target wedding audience is, or you might have heard, you know, who our ideal client is, or who our niche is, it's all the same principle. But that it's, it's a moving beast, if you like, and it continually evolves as you evolve as a wedding business owner, as your business evolves. Also, your niche will evolve, your target wedding audience, and who you are looking to work with, because... That's the joy of being human. And the more we do something, the more we work within our businesses, we realise those quirks and traits of of types of couples that we are really keen to work with and that really sort of where our passion lies and where we are excellent at serving them and that's what we need to be sort of honing in on so i would recommend every sort of six to nine months to to take part in this activity and just recap on who you looking to serve what their passions are what they what their loves are what their hates are what they're really looking for in in the world of planning their wedding but i've got um a bit of a list of questions that are going to come up now that i'd sort of encourage you to ask yourself and if you don't know the answer to them at present that's absolutely fine but maybe note them down and re revisit them and you know make sure that you're really clear on on these questions about your target wedding audience okay so first question What is important to them regarding the environment, social background and particular traditions or the culture they are part of? What type of career do they have? What annual salary range do they sit within? What are their family commitments? How much free time do they have? What are their hobbies and passions? Who are they influenced by in regards to their purchasing decisions? What values do they have around spending money? What existing knowledge will they have about your area of wedding expertise? How do they use social media and what platforms are they most present on? What are their pain points when it comes to planning their wedding? What are their non-negotiables for them when planning their wedding? Where will they go to validate you as a wedding supplier? I.e., would they go to Facebook, Google um, Google Business, Uh, google search wedding directories your website would they go to linkedin or instagram or pinterest you know or would it be very much on word of mouth and maybe reviews of um, um what they would hold most important in their world now that's just a few but just to get you thinking about other firstly what comes to my mind is what potential um, objections do you need to consider and overcome, and then get that content into a blog? So it's not you saying, "Oh, well, um, X, Y, and Z. This this will happen if this will happen." You know, say that say their potential objections are around um, because they don't understand the detail behind creating that floral display or the the costs associated with that floral floral display then if that's the potential objection because they're they're in their head their budget originally was much smaller for floral um floral displays then your content your blog content needs to address that pain point you need to educate them around what are the most expensive areas of floral design and maybe if if they want to create a certain look how could they do that for slightly less you know using more foliage or dried elements um if they're really um passionate about um you know eco-conscious floristry then they need to that then and you are too then your content needs to ooze um passion for that subject and share tips and tricks and advice around creating eco-conscious floral design for their wedding day and the other one that that picks up is thinking about where they hang out when you're deciding where you you're going to be sharing your content are you present in all of the places that they are going to look for your content a big one that i see can be missed easily is I keep calling it Google my business, but it's called something different. But basically when you put in the name of um, a business in Google, you get your own little caption. And in that you can regularly update that content with what you're up to and um, you almost use it as a bit of a social media platform. Um, And that's a massive opportunity to keep that updated because Google uses that as part of, Um, ranking you as part of your uh, search engine optimization so are you utilizing that opportunity Um, because if they're using google you also need to be updating regularly your google my business and as wedding businesses generally i would recommend that as an area that we need to be keeping on top of so I hope that helps. I'm going to put the that list that I just went through in the show notes. So if you want to go over that after, it will be available to you. The second activity that I actually wanted to leave you with today is if you're still struggling with who your niche is and, um, you know, who you really want to serve and where your passion really lies, because we can this is a tricky subject for many um, and our, uh, we can easily go into the mindset of thinking that, oh well, I need to cater for everyone because I don't want to, um, I don't want to say no to any work because I want to take on all the work. But actually, by by positioning yourself as that go-to wedding supplier within a micro niche, you are instantly creating a reduced um, supply on a massive demand. So you know it, you are then able to control that supply and demand factor because you have positioned yourself as that go-to. So they're willing to pay premium and wait longer because they want your services over other people that are just doing everything and anything kind of thing. But to get to that point of knowing what niche you want to serve, we need to get clear on that. And if you're not quite there yet, a really useful activity is to Instead of thinking who do I attract, think of who do I not want to attract, and eventually this will slowly help us to get better at uh, understanding who or who who lights us up when we want to when we're working with them. So the activity is: I want you to write down eight times um, I do not want to attract couples who dot dot dot. So write that out eight times. And then I want you to finish each sentence and think hard about who you do not want to attract. Now, um, I've got two examples for you. So, an example is I do not want to attract couples who don't have any regard for the environment in their wedding planning decisions. Because, if, for example, for me, if I was an eco, if in my previous world as a florist, Um, being eco-conscious was really important to me and still is of course Um, but i wouldn't want to work with couples that didn't have that same regard for minimizing their impact on our planet number two the number two example is i do not want to attract couples who um, want traditional or staged photos and no candid in the moment photography Now that's an example for obviously a photographer that loves that sort of documentary style as it happens, storytelling from start to finish, um, and they wouldn't want to work with people that didn't like that style of, of photography. Now eight times I want you to go into more and more detail around who you would not want to attract with your content. And gradually, if we do this a little more and a little more, you will then be able to go back to activity one and it would be become a lot clearer as to who your target wedding audience is. Now, I hope that was uh, of value to you. Um, I, I'm going to close this podcast episode, but ne- in the next episode, we're going to continue on the content creation system and we're going to be... Um, un unravelling is that a word um unveiling maybe um how we can create our own annual wedding business blog schedule for a 12 month period so we can really pinpoint like we mentioned earlier we can pinpoint and cover all of those pain points all of those desires all of um positioning yourself as an expert within your um wedding niche and overcoming all of those objections within 12 months of blog content Um, and we're going to look at things like how we ensure we get that seo in there and how we make it really attractive to google so it starts ranking your blogs when your target wedding audience are tapping in those all-important seo keyword phrases anyway more details in the next episode take it steady my new free downloadable activity pack is now available. Get visible, build connection. The free resource provides you with everything you need to plan one whole year's worth of face of your business online content to build an authentic brand that aligns with you as a person and builds that all important connection between you and your audience. The activity pack includes a bonus template for you to take away and plan your four years worth of face of your business posts, taking out the overwhelm and kicking you into action. So what are you waiting for? Download yours today at weddingbusinessgrowthcoach.com forward slash biz dash resources. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and took away some wedding business building value. Make sure you subscribe to the Wedding Business Growth Coach podcast to ensure you get notified every time a new episode goes live. See you next time.